after a couple of glass of bubbles, you're confident, you're self-assured, and you're ready to take on the world? Imagine if you had the strength and awareness to do that when the buzz wears off. I'm Heidi Anderson, author, former radio host, and CEO of my own company, and this podcast is about building your confidence by stepping outside your comfort zone. Welcome to Champagne Confidence. DJ Fadge, is that how we say it? Fadge, not vadge. <laughs> that was someone, someone actually hashtagged that. It was so funny. I get it gets mistaken more often than you think. So it's pretty funny. Well, Claire O'Shea is your name. DJ yes. Fadge, not vadge, is your stage name. <laughs> yes. Hashtag Fadge, not vadge. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here and I love to throw people super in the deep end um, because that's what this podcast is all about. And I know you actually came to me in my DMs and reached out and now we're here. Yes, yes. And I just, I love um, your podcast and and what you've been doing. Obviously, I've been following your journey and it's, um, I just love how you've been putting yourself out there and and just being you and and wholeheartedly being yourself and that's where you're finding your confidence and I think that's really important for women to find their inner, you know, inner confidence and, and shine because at any age, um, you know, demographic, whether you're male, female, black or white, it's I think it's really important to find your inner confidence and you are showing so many women so many different ways of shining through and I love that. Just love that about you. Thank <laughs> you, Claire. And I love what you're about as well and, you know, this is where you're at and, you know, I was mm. thinking about I don't normally write heaps of questions when I'm speaking to someone because I like things to flow. But one of the very first things that I wrote, and I think that, you know, it sings so much to um, to what you do is I would love to know what do you think champagne confidence and DJing have in, com- have in common? Oh, well, for me, music makes me feel confident, like to get myself pumped for this podcast because I actually am terrified of public speaking and I've had to do a lot of work and uh, this intense coaching program where I had to do, you know, like five Facebook Lives in five days and really put myself out there. I actually like put on music to pump me up and I know like music makes me confident basically that that's how that's how kind of DJing came about and I've all I've been DJing I'll give you a bit of a backstory about myself I have been DJing since I was like 18 years old which is a you know over 20 years (laughs) uh actually my boyfriend my first love actually who broke my heart I actually have to thank for getting me into DJing because he was um, learning how to DJ himself. So I'd get on the turntables and I just, I've always loved music. I've played every single music under the sun when I was a kid, but just none stuck with me. And, but I always loved dancing, loved music. I was always like the pseudo DJ putting on the cassette tapes and um, <laughs> and playlists at the time for all our parties and did dances with my friends. So music was always like, around and my dad's a drummer so music has always been very much a part of my family life Mm -hmm. they'll take me to 
concerts to see like Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson and Elton John. I think like my first concert was Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Oh my God. Oh my God, girl. That (laughs) just lights my soul on fire. They're like definitely on my playlist. Oh my God. So good. And then when I saw Whitney in all her 80s glory, Mm. I was like, oh my God, like watching live music really lit me up. And so music has always been a very much part of my life. And then DJing came about through my boyfriend at the time. And I just loved how you could mix like one song into another and make a new song. And it just, I just like, I get goosebumps. I still get goosebumps when I'm, when I'm DJing. And, and that is where my confidence really, really comes from is, is through music. And I just, you know, you can just get so lost in music and uh, you know, you can either, I think there's a great quote, like music, you can either um, forget everything or it brings you back to a moment, brings you back to a memory that's, you know, mm. like 20 years ago, it just brings you back to that moment, this one song. I can't even remember what I did last week, let alone like what I did 20 years ago. So that's how powerful music is. And for me, I just, I think as I worked in finance for so long and was very much like live very structured life, music, I just get lost in every in mm. what I'm doing and in the song and in the moment and and that's kind of where I draw my confidence from is through music and to DJ as well was just kind of an added bonus of of sharing my love for music really without oh, actually learning an instrument it's so <laughs> powerful and I love yeah. that about you because now you help others unleash their confidence whether it's on the dance yes. floor or whether it's in your, what is it called? Your Ministry of Fun DJ yeah. school? Yeah, you, Ministry of Fun DJ school, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you're you're helping other people unleash their champagne confidence. So tell us how you went from this heartbroken 18-year-old, um, you know, turning the tables with the ex-boyfriend to now being 43 years old. You've got yeah. your, you know, Ministry of Fun DJ school, you're DJing on weekends, you're empowering you know, other women to chase their dreams and follow their passions. How did you get from that 18-year-old girl through finance to where you are now? Well, it was a lot, it's a long journey. It, it took a while. And um, yeah, so I was actually forgot to mention it, when I was working in finance, I really was struggling with whether this was what I wanted to do with my life. And it's taken me a long time to get to that. It's amazing when you say it like that. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it wasn't, it didn't happen overnight. That That's for sure. And it was actually when, um, so I kind of DJed on this, like as a hobby, it always starts as a hobby, but I stopped DJing quite, you know, regularly um, when I had kids and you know when when you become a mother everything like a newborn just everything is absorbed into this one little being and it was actually only after my second baby and I really felt that I was losing myself and I was delirious breastfeeding at 2am in the morning and I'm like fuck this is this it's gonna be like I need to find something for myself and um, I needed to find something that I loved doing that was going to be worth being away from my from my babies, from my family. And I'm like, mm. what is that? And that was music. And I'm like, I love music. I want to get back into music. How am I going to do that? I can't 
be playing in a nightclub till four or five in the morning and then going home and like tending to the kids at 6am. So that's how kind of how I started getting into like fashion parties and like really small events was to fit in with my family lifestyle. And um, I I did like a free event. So I did for free an event, um, like a fashion party for Adam Heath Boutique. And that's where it all just started. I said yes before I was even ready. And um, they said, do you know, my, my friend, um, Andrew, and Adam, he said, do you know any DJs that would play at our event? And I'm like, I'll do it. And I was like, holy shit, I haven't DJed for so long. Um, but I think that was the key was to say yes before you're ready and then you just work it out as, as you go along. So otherwise, I know I'm a perfectionist. So if I had was saying I've got to say yes to things when I'm ready, I would never ever get to that point so then from that on I just started playing for events and um and then it just as a side hobby became a full-time thing and I decided to um yeah I started doing a lot of work and so much so that I ended up having to say no to gigs and and then I'd start recommending other DJs and I was really interested in seeing what other DJs were doing, particularly female DJs mm. uh, because I didn't have that support when I first started, like asking questions of what equipment I needed or, you know, what kind of music to play. And, and so I kind of reached out to other female DJs and, and that is where the DJ agency came about was um, through wanting to help other female DJs um, promote them and nurture them because I didn't have that and I think I really wanted to give that to to other DJs. And then the DJ and then House of Fudge Entertainment kind of was born from that and um, and that went, was going really, really well and then obviously the pandemic hit mm. and I had like 30 events cancelled in one day and that was like holy shit that was very sobering but Mm. probably the best thing that ever happened because before that I was just on this like hamster wheel and it was really I mean I think for everyone it was really really full-on I hardly saw my husband and my kids and it was just getting to a point of ridiculousness we were just passing ships in the night so the pandemic hit and that gave me a lot of white space. And it's actually just listening to your last podcast about you having a break, having yeah. some white space, putting a lot of stuff in perspective. And that's what happened to me in 2000. I went on um, this amazing trip up to Karajini with my family and just got so inspired by this, like, that place is just so magical. And that is where the DJ school idea was born in that moment. I love that so much with the Mm. talk of space and how you had to, although you were on the hamster wheel and, Mm. you know, you were loving it and you were doing everything, but you were getting further and further away from why you actually started your business in the first place. And this is where so many of us are trapped and, you know, we get addicted to the money. We don't feel like we can do this. Mm. And then when you create space, you allow your brain to run off with different ideas. And that's what, that's what you did. So you've created, you created this school. So tell us about this school. So the school was, uh, it's, it's a, 
I don't even know where to start with the school because that is like really, I feel like that is where I'm really coming out of my comfort zone. And so after it started to get quite busy with events, you know, we all kind of came out of isolation. I started to get busy again with the agency and that I actually continued with the agency a bit, a bit longer. And I'm like, I can't do everything as a mother. I can't DJ because I love DJing still. I can't run the agency. And I really want to just invest time in this school. So I closed the agency, like just bang, like beginning of uh, to 2021. As well. we're, we're cl- I'm closing. And that was really scary because people were like going, why? And I'm like, I don't really know why, but I'm just got to do it in order to make space <laughs> for this school. And I knew that it was going to be really hard work. Um, I'm not super confident doing you know speaking in live I had to really I had to do a course to really get myself confident in that and I really was holding myself back by doing it but um I knew that I really wanted to teach primarily first of all it was like it was just females like adults because that's what I loved about the DJ agency was nurturing and mentoring these DJs and um so that's kind of what drove me to to do the the DJ school to start the DJ school uh, and then um, I got lots of inquiries about um, kids and teens obviously I've got two young girls as two teens tweens as well and one is um, loves music and watching her like teaching her how to DJ it was just so exhilarating like to see her face her confidence just skyrocketed and she's quite shy she's got incredible musical talent and I'm not just saying because I'm her mom but (laughs) my mom told me I had incredible (laughs) my mom told me I had incredible musical talent and now I'm like I don't think I can sing (laughs) but no I know what (laughs) Uh, and she was really shy and then when she nailed her first mix she wanted to play at the school disco and it was just adorable and see that fact and that she was really my uh, inspiration to to teach kids because I realized how um and then I played at my kids school disco and seeing kids reaction to music is amazing they're so intuitive to music like it's an immediate reaction for them and that's what I feel like DJ why DJ is such a great alternative to a music instrument because you get that instant gratification you teach them how to play even just press play and they love it and they're just so excited by it. And I just, I love that, that being able to give back to, yeah, to kids, to be able to help them get off their devices and just, and you know, they can move around, they're dancing. It's it the same reaction that I get from DJing, I think applies to, you know, anyone really. And kids are in particular very reactive to that. So, yeah, that that they're my inspiration, the students and and seeing um, when I did my first female program, I had um, women from all walks of life. One was 54 years old. She's now got mixes up on SoundCloud. I've booked her for gigs. Like, I, they're just incredible. And I, the beginning of um, the course, I asked them all, why do you want to DJ? And they all gave me very different um, reasons. And their reasons now have come true. Like, um Serenity, she's incredibly talented. She's got such great vibe, music, um, taste, and she wanted to DJ at um, at Jungle Body because she teaches Jungle Body, and now she does that. And I booked her for a gig like a couple of weeks ago. It's 
so great to see what their whys are and how confident they've become mm. through something that they thought they, they could never even think that they could do. So yeah, and, and this is what this whole pod this is what this whole podcast is about, isn't it? Like stepping outside your comfort zone and and trying something new, which is what you did in your career with your job. Yeah. And then now you're also empowering women to do that. So with these women and children and everyone now that's coming to you, but I'd love to focus on the women. What mm. are they saying when they're coming to you? Are they searching for what are they searching for? A lot of them are wanting a um just an outlet from that some of you know. One was working in finance, very, very similar um, story to me, and they just wanted a creative outlet. The others are one's a um, a mum, and she just wanted to to have that outlet and and that way of escapism. They've always had the passion for music, like all of them, and they have all very different tastes in music. One loves drum and bass, one loves like full like EDM, one loves <laughs> R and B. They just, but they all have a great passion for music and they um had tried other ways of learning how to dj but they um they it was often like in a male quite male dominated environment they were too scared to ask questions they were too scared to put themselves out there and that was a huge thing about what i wanted to create was a community in order to build them up and make realize that they're in the same but as every as all the other students, um, it's something I didn't I didn't have, and so they were all like, I I don't even know how to put plug in the laptop to the DJ controller, and now they can set themselves up for you know gigs for hundred people. Like for them, it was just about they were scared to take that step and to be able to be in a safe environment, safe community where they felt like oh you know if I make a mistake it's okay if I ask a question. It's not going to be a stupid question. And and that was my number one priority was to create a safe space and a safe community for them to ask questions and and feel like they weren't the only one doing it as well. Mm. And then that drove them into confidence. Yes. And so how have you been building your confidence? Uh, Look, I have my moments. (laughs) Well, and this is the thing, like, and do- that doesn't mean that you're champagne confident all the time, you know, no. one, you've stepped outside your comfort zone today for someone who said that, you know, you struggle to, you know, and you wanted to put yourself out there more with your public speaking. So mm. this is you building your confidence in that way now, yes. but how, how do you do, how do you build your confidence on the daily to empower your children, to empower your students and to empower yourself? Oh, that's a good question. I, I feel like it's, you really got to have some time to yourself. Like I, I meditate every morning or exercise, which, which isn't every morning, but like if my, I meditate at least 20 minutes a day just to ground myself in order to, to deal with what I've got to deal with. And, you know, <laughs> I'm dealing with tweens. That's the hardest <laughs> bloody job at the moment. So when you I say tweens, do you mean teen twins? Tweens, which is like the the time before teens, so like the <gasps> ten to twelve year old. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, whoa, think- teen twins. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah no, just- I don't have twins. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Queen and- going on, so it's, it's that. Yeah, the the ten to twelve year old kind of stage before you get to the teens, which I'm sure is going to be even harder. 
So you meditate every mm. day, you exercise. How do you unleash yes. your champagne confidence to empower others and yourself? Uh, it's music. It, it is really like that. that's my, um, and also just I, I'm a, what you say, a former perfectionist. Like I just had to get things right before I did anything and it crippled me. It stopped mm. me from doing a lot of things. And, and I think as I've hit, 40 it's also just realizing just don't I don't give a shit what other people think anymore and that is a huge I realize now that I I was very concerned about what people thought of me especially when I was starting out DJing um and thinking oh my god am I like too old I haven't been doing this for a while like your own you your your own self like your own enemy is me um I feel like my worst enemy is me, I should say. But <laughs> yeah, we're uh, our own worst enemy, the inner yeah. critic, the mean gal. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and so when I started stop thinking about um about me and just well and about everyone else and just and just really just got into the me into music, that's that's where I get my confidence from. Like and I can see yeah, meditating and music. For me, uh, uh, my and exercise is like just getting your heart rate up, which, which you can do through dancing. Oh, a hundred percent! So you dance mm. as well as DJ? Uh, uh, I'm not a dancer, but <laughs> I do automatically dance when I DJ. Like uh, when I'm, I cannot stand still. Like it is a good workout when I DJ. I like it's a full body immersion <laughs> experience, I guess. Um, yeah, and and that yeah for me that was when I realized I just I can't I have to stop thinking about what other people thought of me mm. um, because that can be a, a huge downfall. And so then, talk to me about that. Like when you're up on stage, mm. you've got to let go of the worry of what people think. You've got to let go yeah. of rejection. You've got to let go of you know people having comments, feedback, especially online. How yes. how have you done that to get where you are now at 43 to be like, you know what, this is who I am, this is what I love, and I yeah. am here to rock the stage? Well, I think it's having to, yeah, I, you've just got to put the blinders on. You've really just got to put the blinders on. Sometimes when I think, oh, my God, is this, music, is this song going to be an absolute flop, I will look down and not, and not my eye contact. And I'm like, you know what? No, I've got to re- practice what I preach and look up. And that's why I, what I love about DJing is, is reading the room and feeling the vibe. That's how I DJ. I realised that um, kind of working in a male-dominated industries, when I was younger, I wanted to be all blokey to try and be like the boys and and working in finance as a finance broker, it was a very like blokey kind of working mm. environment. And I wanted to be, and I just thought that's what I had to do. And then when I started DJing, um, I thought that's what I had to do as well. It's only through getting older and um, that I realized I, I don't want to DJ, I'm not going to DJ like a boy, I'm going to DJ like a girl, you know, like ride like a girl, like Michelle Payne when she's, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's just the most epic movie. Um, I DJ like a girl and then when I was more comfortable, I realised that's how I DJ. I dance, I'm, you know, I'm, I can't sit, st- stand still. I interact with 
the crowd and I, I feel their vibe. That That's how I DJ. That's how I know what to play. And people always ask me, how do you know what to play next? I'm like, well, I just I look at the crowd. I look at the people I, and I just really get lost in, I just have to just feel the music. Once I play music, it's fine. I still get pre-gig nerves and, you know, I played at the Brownlow and that was just like, oh, my God, this is so terrifying yet so exciting at the same time. And I had to really just, this is actually a moment of when you have to just sit in the moment and take mm. it all in and breathe and then you're like, holy shit, this is just freaking amazing. That's where I get my confidence from. I have to just really sit in the moment and stop thinking too far ahead or what you know, what everyone's thinking about me. It's about like, you know, I've been booked to play here. I've 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 earned this spot. So mm. it, it's a really it's really important to be in the moment and be present. And I think once you when you ground yourself to that moment, you're like this this is when you start enjoying yourself. And when you enjoy yourself, you become more relaxed and confident. It all kind of is related in confidence. Oh, I really. just got full body goosebumps because yeah. We do. We rush through mm. life. We rush mm. on to the next thing. And this is massively where I've been sitting at the moment is really enjoying the process. And just before I turned the mic on to speak to you, I just finished a mindset session. And my thing at the moment is embodying the moment and embodying yeah. the feeling, whether it's shame, whether it's sadness, whether it's happiness or whatever. And it's just, and that's what brings us back to being present. And that's what brings us back to actually finding at the end of that gratitude and joy and mm. yeah such a powerful point it is and so as you said it's so easy to be looking too far ahead and um it's something that i've been doing recently is is the is a gratitude journal is right every week i write the, the top three to five things that have happened that's been amazing in that week before because you're always trying you're always looking ahead and when you you're not looking back ever and you're not looking at your achievements or or how far you've come in a in a year um is it's really empowering and and that's where you know that's what gives me the confidence to, to go go further because it's so easy to not it's so easy just to be looking ahead of what you've got to be doing next and not looking at what you've achieved very very easy to do that and I encourage everyone to do it is to write every week like before like I do on a Sunday to prepare me for the next week um is the the three to five things my big wins for the week and you're like holy shit I totally forgot about that and then you can look back and see what you've achieved in the year it's 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 super empowering Yes. And I think, you know, for me, I was always struggling with gratitude at the start when mm. I started on my self-love journey in the way that writing it down every day. And I think like allowing yourself the week or I would actually be outside and I would have like triggers like the ocean or, um, you know, the sky looking at and they would be my moment to like, okay, this is a moment for gratitude. And yeah. it is. People think and it actually is quite simple to, <laughs> to build confidence and, to you know, to, to show ourselves self-love and gratitude, but it takes daily practice and daily yeah. work and I think that's where we cock block ourselves mm, totally I think with anything you need to do it consistently um like with with DJing you've I practiced so much when I first when I first started 
Um, and anything like, you know, public speaking, the more you do it, anything, the more you do it, the easier it gets and the more comfortable you are with it. Because I was like, you know, before I started anything about like writing, you know, what I was grateful, thinking about now I automatically think about it. And like, as you just reminded me, like the ocean for me is like my elixir for life. And I'm always, I jump into the ocean and I'm like, just immediately I'm grateful for being in that moment or what I'm grateful for. And um, I just got back from Exmouth and I surfed like for the first time since I was a teenager, I caught a wave right into the like shoreline and I was like oh my god this is the best feeling ever even my kids were like oh my gosh mom if they were so surprised but uh it's just that practice you know the practice practice and then you like you get a moment of like oh my god that's so good but you just got to start just like writing a gratitude you just got to start and take those baby steps and then those baby steps become bigger steps and um it all adds up Mm. oh I could talk to you for hours. You are so incredible in the gifts that you've brought in this podcast, Mm. not just to start messy, to take leaps, to follow your passion, to find consistency and gratitude. There are so many takeaways just even for me and beautiful little reminders of how we can practice self-love and self-care daily. Is there anything that you want to share with anyone? Uh, Is there anything you want to share with, you know, with our listeners before you go that, you know, that you can pass on as uh, wise words from Claire? Oh, Uh, no pressure. <laughs> oh, no pressure. I didn't even think about this question, to be honest. Um, I just think you're never too old to follow your passion. And if you can really find what you love doing and try and integrate that into your life, like for me that was DJing and music, you are going to enrich yourself and empower yourself in a way that I never thought I'd be in this position at all and um and there's you know I've got I've been you know I'm a mother I know what it's like when you just you you can lose yourself and you and um you you don't think you've got any worth or you know or anything left in your life dig deep find what you love it doesn't have to be music for me I know I love music and a lot of people love music um but some kind of creative outlet or any outlet that you can try and integrate in your life um, consistently. You are going to find your love for yourself again, your confidence and and feel more empowered. And and if I can inspire this one person, um, I feel like my my job is done and, you know, that, that lights me up. So whatever lights you up, follow it. And you're never, ever too old, never too old. And like you said, start, you know, start messy. Mm. Like that's like, like I said, so many beautiful takeaways from you. You're such a legend. I love (laughs) everything that you're doing. Where can people stalk you out? Uh, You can stalk me on Instagram at DJ Fadge, F-A-D-J, or (laughs) not Vag, and on Facebook, uh, Fadge.Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E. 
Thank you so much for listening to Champagne Confidence today. The only way we're going to unleash inner champagne confidence in other people around the world is by you getting around the show. So if you are loving it, I would be so grateful if you could hit follow on whatever podcast app you're listening to and leave us a review. It would mean the absolute world. And please come and introduce yourself. I hang out mainly on Instagram at underscore Heidi Anderson. Love you lots. Oh, 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 oh